Hello out there today, sports fans. Welcome to our podcast today. This is Eric Johnson, The Brand. And this is Aaron Thigpen, The Source. All right, it's a Friday, guys. Um, We got a subject, I don't know. We're just kind of bouncing things around and this might be a little odd one, so some of you guys might tune out early. I won't be offended. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to go with, uh, it's called The Power of No. Yeah. And we're actually going to talk about n- both, the way no is spelled both ways. So we're going to talk about N-O, and we're going to talk about K-N-O. And uh, was, well, first, you know, what I want to start with the N-O. Okay, and the reason why I was thinking about this is, you know, I've, I've talked with a, a few clients in the past few weeks, and we've got programs going, and you know, and I love the enthusiasm, and you know, but everyone wants to do everything, you know, so it's it's kind of like that. Um, parents, I want you to be able to step back and and say no to some of these things. In other words, no to playing year round. Mm. No to, you know, uh, let's have my son pitch an extra inning, you know, or pitching three games this weekend, you know. (laughs) No to, uh, you know, adding another day, a a six day of training. Uh, All of these things, I just want people to kind of sometimes just stop back and say no, because more is not always better. And I know we're we're kind of in this this mentality that you, you got to grind, you got to work, and, and you do. But with that, you also have to work smart. And so, just because something's offered, I just want people to be able to step back and say sometimes say no. And it doesn't mean that that thing is bad. It just means that maybe it's not the right time and place for you at this point. Do you understand what I'm saying, EJ? Because what happens is, you know, you get caught up in saying yes to all of these things. And sometimes you find yourself in trouble. Sometimes it results in an injury. Sometimes it results in, you know, burnout. You know, sometimes it it ends up being a, a total waste of time and resources. So I, I just want people to not be too quick to want to join and participate in everything. It's okay. You know, it's it kind of in, in um, you know, stock trading, it's that the, the FOMO, fear of missing out. And I guess that's what I want people to insulate themselves from by, by uh, learning to say no and being okay with that. Aaron? Love it because this is something that um, you just hear out there today. Like I have to do everything, and no is a powerful short word. No, it's exactly what it means. And I think out there in our sports world, and whether it's professional sports, uh, major college sports, high school sports, youth sports. Um, that word no, you know, you have professional athletes using it, yeah. you know, in our audience, you can range anywhere from all those four sectors. No's all right sometimes, you know, and I, I see a lot of people going, well, we're going to go guest play over here. We're going to go do that. And we're going to go to this showcase because, um, I got to see how I'm ranked and stuff. 
And the first thing that comes to my mind is like, why? Why are you doing that? And then I go, then you go, well, I'm doing this because of this. And I go, well, I wouldn't do that. I would say no to that. And it, what, what are you in a hurry for? Like, is something going to change this quickly where you, you, you have to go to this? You know, if it's a senior in high school and they have to go to a showcase where there are two of their uh, schools they want to go to, I'm not saying no to that. I'm going, right? That makes sense. But I think a lot of this stuff is just eyewash. You know, I call it eyewash. A lot of it is eyewash these days. Know what you're getting from, like, for instance, let me just give you an eyewash scenario here. I know over the next... Today's the 30th, so over the next 10 days, Aaron, colleges for baseball can only go out the next 10 days to go watch athletes. So what about all these tournaments that are going on for this 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 thing and this showcase and this thing? I'm sorry, but no college coaches are going out to that stuff. So say no to it. <laughs> you know, and you know, so understand, I think within that note understand the uh lay of the land and the environment you're in before you really say yes and don't be afraid to say no that's how i kind of think of that no aaron well i i think that no gives you the opportunity to be strategic because Mm -hmm. it's a pause on that whole merry-go-round that sometimes you can get caught on of doing all of these things. And that by saying no, that might just give you enough time to reflect, redirect where you want to go and, and and reset, you know, for what you want to do. So I, I think it can be a good thing. You know, I found that the case in, in my own athletic career, whereas you know, at first you want to race every week and you want right. to, but sometimes, and this is one of the things I learned from one of my coaches is sometimes if you take that one step backwards or, or saying no, you can take two steps forward, you know, because it just gives that mind, it gives the body a chance to reset. And it gives, again, it gives you a chance to strategize because you're, you're not caught up in the whirlwind of you know, I got to do this. I got to do that. Everyone's doing this. Uh, you know, the FOMO, fear of, you know, missing out. So, so I think that's the case. And I know a lot of new parents to, to sports kind of feel that pressure. And, and again, I always say, you know, if you have reservations about something, go back to your North Star. And, you know, for most of you, North Star should be, how does this move me along on the course that I have for my kid? Mm. And if, you know, and if if it does, great. Maybe it's time to do that. If it doesn't, time to say no. Yeah. Uh, I think that's uh, (laughs) so telling. You know, Aaron, I just think about... um, you know, our, our careers parallel a lot in a lot of ways. And I remember my junior year in, in, in college, finished my junior year, and I was kind of banged up. I went to the regional and I had a really kind of plan on one leg. I kind of tore my quad. And, you know, I was drafted that year by the Yankees. 
and the Yankees were pressuring me to sign and they go, we're going to give you this money in this round because we want you that bad. And I wasn't healthy. I mean, I wasn't healthy. I couldn't have played that summer or anything. And I told them, I said, I can't play. And, you know, that was a career decision I made to get healthy. And I said, no, I'm not going to sign. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play baseball at all for three months. I'm going to rest up, heal up my leg and rehab my leg to get it stronger. Best thing I ever did because I never had a quad uh, injury again. And I, you know, it healed up properly. But, you know, at that time, it was a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And I was like, you know, what am I going to do? And I just said, I, I just pulled the plug out of myself, had my own decision. I was 20 years old. And I just said, you know what? This doesn't feel right. No, I'm not going. You can give me $10,000, $20,000 more than you on top of what you want to give me. I'm not going to do it. And I did, and that was back in, that was back in, let's see, that was 86, 1986. Crazy. That's good. I I mean, athletes have to be empowered to to say that, you know, to feel like they can say that. And again, it's not, believe me, you're talking to one of the biggest contrarians you're ever going to (laughs) meet. So it's not to be flipping about saying no to everything, but I, I really am big on athletes empowering themselves and not giving their power away. And the first thing, and this obviously segues into something else, but uh, the first thing I want an athlete to be able to do is is to feel comfortable saying no. And, but, you know, your no should also be founded on some some solid thinking, you know, logical right. thinking. Not, no, I don't want to do that because you know, that's going to hurt when I run up that hill eight times. But, mm-hmm. you know, you can give me an initial no, but I'm going to ask you why. Well, you know, coach, maybe my knee is bothering me today. I can't run that hill. Maybe, you know, my foot is bothering me. Right. But no, I don't understand why would we be doing hills? Well, then that that sparks the conversation. Well, we're doing hills to develop some leg strength, endurance, or whatever the case may be. So... Uh, it, it can open a window if you want it to to more conversation, more communication that only results in you getting more information, or at least there's clarity between the two parties. So I think uh, empowering athletes feeling that they can say no is is a big step in the relationship they can establish with the coaches that they have. So it becomes a more respected and more intelligent uh relationship right right that makes a lot of sense Aaron. i like that now no k-n-o-w <laughs> obviously short for knowledge yes and you know of course you know that's pretty inherent to me hey the power of no in terms of knowledge you have to have knowledge and you know i have a saying great athletes turn information into knowledge because there's lots of information out there you know you can get on the web you can read books you can do it, but it's what you do with that information and converting it to useful knowledge that you then use in your sport performance is what makes the great athletes and you might want to maybe you want to call it sport IQ or training IQ oh. or you know, the case may be, but 
you know, what made me think about this is our talk with um, Tony Cravello. And, and he had he had quoted a coach about who was saying that um, he liked his guys because they knew where to be. Right. <laughs> That's right. knowledge. That's yeah. the power of knowledge. He didn't talk about, oh man, this guy, he had a great arm, or this guy was, you know, had the stature, or this guy had the speed or his exit velocity. He said these guys knew where to be on the field. Of course, that meant that enabled them to make the play, of course, which is performance. So, you know, yeah. follow the dots. So I think the power of no in terms of knowledge is is very important. And that's something that you can't always see. It's only demonstrated. And I, I like think that. <laughs> athletes should strive to, to demonstrate their knowledge. And, and again, it's not about information. Anyone can recite information, but it's how you can turn that into, you know, usable performance. I was at practice yesterday, Aaron, and I always give our players scenarios. And then I get, I go, okay, here are the, here, here's your scenario. Give me all the things that can happen in that scenario. And, you know, majority of kids, say 95% of them say, give me the right answer right away, the first answer. But I said, hey guys, there's more than one situation here. Tell me all the plays you can make based on this situation or scenario. So I'm asking them to go beyond the first play I'm asking them to go into the secondary play, the third play, and a possible fourth play if these things start to break down. And that's knowledge, man. Understanding and and, and applying the information um, that you have initially and then what happens in the circumstance. Because things change. And I think when players, athletes are out there and a situation comes up, how do they adapt? to it okay how do they adapt to the situation and what do they make of it and their knowledge their know plays a major part in that if they can do it in a game situation that's when the no kicks in and you go that person has as we deem in the baseball world baseball iq or sport IQ, intelligence of the situation. Um, and uh, great coaches look for those those type of athletes because they are an extension of the coach on the field or on the track or on the court. It's an extension. An extension is a powerful thing, you know? That's where that no comes in, that knowledge and the extension of a coach. You hear it all the time on TV or radio. Man, that guy's like having a coach or that female's like having a coach on on the field. They know what they're doing. You know, we don't have to worry too much about him. Or or you hear a coach um, talk about a player and they say, you know, I don't have to worry too much about that that person. That person just gets it. They have what I call it, you know, the, the, the it thing. And that's another subject you can talk about is the it, but they have the no, which is, I'm gonna call it the it today. Right. Yeah, I mean, even with my track and field athletes or, or people who come to me for track and field training, 
Yeah, I, I tell them my, my job is not to teach you how to run, it's to teach you how to race. Mm. And two different things. Um, because, and, and the reason why I take that stance is regardless of what sport you're in, you're going to get to a point where most, the physicality isn't going to be an issue. There's not going to be these big physical mismatches once you get into Major League Baseball or collegiate baseball. Right. You know, you after high school, the mismatch, the physical mismatches basically disappear for the most part. Right. And everyone's about at the same physical capacities, you know, give or take maybe a couple of freaks or something yeah. like that. Um, so what it comes down to is how you can execute, you know, and how you can read situations. And, you know, in football, it's like, you know, a linebacker, he doesn't have to be the fastest, you know, biggest guy, but he has to be able to read what's going, read the what's going on in front of him. In other words, he's got to be able to take that information and analyze it and know where to be. Right. And, and it might look like speed, on the field, but it's actually, no, this guy has done all those mental calculations to say that probability the the play is going in this direction based on how the athletes are set up and where the, where the, you know, they've done in the past or whatever, this is where the play is most probably going to be. Boom. I need to be there, you know, but from the outside, it looks like, man, that guy's fast. He got right to the play. Well, right. he kind of had that knowledge and that foresight um to be able to to do that and i think that is apparent in most every sport even in track and field even though it looks like guys are just straight out you know blazing down the the track there are actually different nuances that are going on where they're changing gears where they're exerting you know certain amounts of energy at certain times where they're changing how they're going to strike their foot their posture you know all of that stuff happens yeah, to the layman, it looks like, hey, the gun went off and they just ran as fast as they could. <laughs> but there's all these other little things that go on uh, within that, that that separate runners from racers. Strategy, right? Is that what you said? Strategy, you know, um, and I always look at it this way, Aaron, is anticipation. You know, they're anticipating maybe what's going on in the race or what's going on on the field and they see something they react to it i think knowledgeable or the no athletes um have that sixth sense about them that it seems to um allow them to go ahead and and be free enough to to impart that knowledge on the situation it's pretty cool to, to really see that. I always see that, you know, you get track and field races, man. I, you know, I know you the track and field guy and I, I sit and watch that stuff now. Uh, and I, I see athletes like, especially in, you know, the 440, the 880, where I see the mile and those guys are, you know, you're better, way better than I am in seeing the hundred and how they're, they're going down the track and you could see different things. I just, look. You're world-class sprinter. I'm not. <laughs> Simple as that. But, you know, it's fun to see that. I think, um, you know, parents, if you're out there and, and all you players out there listen to our podcast, The Brand of the Source, man, just understand the no, both both sides of it. But understand K-N-O, 
W, the knowledge you need to have to be a, a next, a next. I was called next level athlete. It doesn't matter what your skill level is. You're trying to get to that next level. And if you're going to ante up and be next level, uh, next level athlete, understand the no. Goodness said it better, man. The power of no. Um, like I said, kind of a quirky, <laughs> yeah. but fun. Uh, we gave it a shot. <laughs> it's, fun to, it's fun today, man. Different, a different take, Aaron. A different take today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us today on our podcast. We got a lot of things coming up, man. Hit us up on all our on our social media outlets and everything like that. You know, this is the brand, Eric Johnson. And this is the source, Aaron Thigpen. We'll see you.